3: Welcome to Foresighted Dive, Critical Role's monthly talk show featuring a roundtable discussion about the events and characters of our current campaign, alongside a heavy helping of hijinks. Foresighted Dive airs the first Tuesday of every month at 7pm Pacific on twitch.tv slash critical role and youtube.com slash critical role with the VOD available on YouTube the very next day. And of course, each episode releases right here on the Critical Role Podcast Network one week after the initial broadcast. Let's dive into the chaos. Hey. Oh my goodness. Okay. It's the we're first it. episode of Foresighted Dive. Yeah. We're, 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 at at we're doing here. it. everyone. Yes. <laughs> cool. I almost got this done in Q1. Almost. almost.
4: <laughs> Close
5: enough.
3: But we're here. Yeah. <laughs>
4: one is the loneliest number, so it works better to do in Q2. It- Sure. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs>
3: sure. <laughs> well,
1: we're all first, searching, searching, searching.
3: Yeah. The wits will come. Uh-huh. Uh first and foremost, we're going to roll to see who's the tavern keeper, mm, aka boy. our host for the day. Thank you, okay. Danny. You're welcome. Serving us. A, ooh. Just like that? Just, just like that. Just like that. I'm going to take this purple one cuz it feels it? Laudney. Or
1: oh, the blue one. I want the blue one. You got to do blue. blue one. I'm gonna use yellow, like Chitney's teeth. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect. All right, we all roll it once? Yeah. Are we do? Okay, well, that's what I'm on. On. let's
3: see. And. Oh, oh, that's Oh, terrible. Oh, Terrible.
4: That's, we're, we're all pretty bad. Pretty close. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but I think I'm taking the cake this time.
4: Thank God. I had no it idea. It was almost you,
3: baby. Almost. You have nothing, you have no idea what the show is.
4: I have no idea. It would have been awful.
3: It would have been a great show, I'll actually.
5: Too. <laughs> Maybe I next know. time. Maybe next I time.
3: I, uh, I will do this bitch with my natural I 17. No. Here we go. Okay. Are you ready for this, out? Kyle?
4: Okay. Oh. I, mean, I think we yep. oh, okay.
3: Help, oh. Help, help. Sorry, I almost hit my husband in the face. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, howdy-do, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the first four-sided dive. I rolled the highest, which means I am your first tavern keeper. I get the privilege of moderating this discussion, moving things along, and reading this cold open from the prompter for the very first time. Right now, really, this is true. I have not read this before, and the host is randomly chosen every time, I promise, or my name isn't Travis Willingham. Tonight! (laughs) We will be sliding metaphorically into the DMs of the MM, the DM from the way back when and find out what makes Matthew Mercer such a gem. Robbie Damon stole our hearts and fled to Kaimal before he could tell us how that squall got so silky. Nowhere to run now, Damon. Your silken secrets will be exposed. Marisha Ray, She's playing a dead lady with a rat, and we're gonna find out what the fuck is up with that. And Travis Willingham traded in a silver fox for a pocket-sized werewolf. But is Travis for real this time, or is Chetney Pockapee just another fair-weather wise wanderer with a weakness for worthers, waiting to wantonly ride away with a whimsical wave goodbye? Wow! Uh, wow. wow! We'll wind out a whittle waiter. What? And waiter <laughs> on. Oh, I see it. I see what we're doing. And later on, we'll be playing Mario Kart. Now make car noises. <laughs> Mario Kart. Now make them sexy car noise. Uh, boom. I'm so tired. Welcome to Four Sided Dive. Let's fucking do a show. <laughs> right, we're here, we made it, you guys.
1: We did it. We, we did. did it, uh-huh, yeah.
3: and uh, <laughs> we have a lot to discuss. Uh-oh. So, we are gonna start with a roundtable style discussion about some of the latest, greatest, deepest, and dankest topics with related okay. to Bell's Hells. With related? I don't know, I'm just, just reading the Sorry, already
1: dividends, <laughs> this is the best.
3: We call this segment what the fuck is up with that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's valid. So uh, tonight, our topics of choice are going to be Travis and his two old men. What the fuck was up with that? Oh. Robbie and Dorian's journey. What the fuck has been up with that? Mm. Launa and her relationship to the Briarwoods. What the fuck is up with that? That's some creepy ass shit. Yeah. And how do we actually feel about Worthers?
2: answer that
1: now?
3: No. Oh, okay.
1: oh, I
2: didn't know if we were saving it or not. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: All, all, all four of those are good.
3: Uh, but first and foremost, Travis.
5: <laughs> what
3: made you want to be old as fuck <laughs> in this campaign?
1: I've just been so young and virile, you know, just so, so potent in the previous campaigns. Oh my God. I thought, you know, time to break up the prune, the prune juice. <laughs> Do old people drink fruit juice? No, constipated people do. Mm. You'll know soon enough. <laughs> I'm thinking of grape nuts. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, when was the last time you had some grape nuts? They're great. I you know have... the best way to cook grape nuts? What do you mean cook? cook grape nuts? Why would you
2: cook? <laughs> yeah, what are you talking grape about? Grape nuts. Oh, why wouldn't you? What are you talking about? Yeah, uncultured. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Grape nuts in a bowl. Okay. Milk in the grape nuts just to the top where the milk's barely peeking through. <laughs> then you stick it in the microwave with a drizzle of honey for exactly one minute and you got yourself a nice little hot breakfast cereal. Are you serious? You're an old and you don't know this? <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> What? The proper way to eat grape nuts. <laughs> no, I like I need to
1: try and do this. Somebody back me does up it here! Get... No? no? Okay. No, back yeah. me up. But, but I think all does it fine. soften up yeah, the gravel? It... Known yes, as grape it makes nuts? it like a nice, like. Like oatmeal? almost like an oatmeal consistency. Well, then why not just eat yeah.
2: oatmeal? Well, then why not just eat oatmeal? Because <laughs> I'm eating grape nuts! <laughs> I'm,
4: this is a great start. I, I I think we've already set the theme for the next episode of this, where we actually have to try this
1: on on set.
2: Oh, that's it's, a good idea. You will thank me. It is delightful. It's gonna
1: burn us. We're gonna burn ourselves making <laughs> microwavable honey grape nuts. Grape nuts sponsor us, so we can immediately ruin. No, <laughs> <laughs> you no. Know, no, old people. I, yeah. <laughs> I didn't particularly want to play fogies, but I I wanted to play Chetney. And then we, <laughs> we, well, we knew we wanted a character that wanted to to be there in the beginning and then bounce. And when we were talking about it in the beginning, we said that we could just make like some old, you know, glass cannon wizard. But that that didn't really feel right. Yeah. I think we even made like some some art of a just a basic character. That's design. right,
3: we did. And Literally in doing that, like we were like, a wizard.
1: like, eh, what about <laughs> what about thirty hero thirty years later, Bertrand Bell? <laughs> yeah, we laughed. And we went. <laughs>
5: I mean, I yeah, it's it's really work. It's work.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah, It's pretty good. It could work, and then I didn't realize how much fun playing. An older gentleman would be that just kind of snowballed by, by itself, goes to bed early, wakes up early, falls asleep. Mattel's <laughs> <laughs> hopefully glory. He wakes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Too dark? Hopefully. Too dark?
2: Oh, sorry. No, we were talking.
1: At one point, he was like, Every night when you go to sleep, I should just make you roll for survival. <laughs> <he>? <laughs> <laughs> just in case, just in case you go too hard, that's the end of it. Oh, man. How's the game going? Oh, my hair died last night. Oh, what? Oh. What were you fighting?
4: <laughs> Inevitability. <and>
1: so <laughs> you guys get your long rest. Travis, go and roll D twenty. <laughs> Come on, man. It's gonna be a long rest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: The great part about old jokes is that we all get to be it someday. Yeah. And it all circles back around if we're lucky. That's yeah. We're true. setting yep, ourselves up true. for
1: this. We know it. Yeah. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is this is this
4: is just grim humor in the face of. Eventuality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll watch we this laugh. back
1: in thirty years and, and be angry. Yeah.
2: Is this the existential segment of the show? Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah out of the, the gate. Out yeah. of the gate. Yeah. The I love it. <laughs> I consider Chetney a little bit younger compared to Bertrand, just because I think he's gonna do. How old do gnomes get?
3: Yeah. Like like hundreds. younger in hundreds. Younger in spirit.
1: Yes. Okay. Like he is coming okay. alive in the fourth quarter. Yeah. This is the, this is the hottest he's ever been. He's playing with a full deck now.
2: Have you said how old he is on the nose yet?
1: I have not. Oh, okay. Cool. And you'll have to work real hard to get to that number.
3: Does he still remember?
1: Do you know? Mm (laughs) Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. That was like a nod and a shake. mm -hmm. Mm
3: -hmm. How long did gnomes live? Figured out. Hundreds. hundreds Hundreds of years, yeah. Hundreds of years?
1: He's going for that fifth digit, that's all I'm gonna say. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wait, fourth digit. Oh, Whoa. shit! <laughs> Whoa!
3: 10,000 down the
5: road, dang!
3: Put that on a smucker's jar. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Chetney. Your 10,000th birthday. He was
1: on a hill, all remorseful and stuff, and a crow lands, and then Jenny's like, what up, girl? <laughs> Did I see through uh, Oh my god. Oh
2: my god. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Um, it's perfect. The elves have moved on, but Chetney's perfect. <laughs> 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 yep. The elves oh,
5: have
3: that. moved on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. Uh, well, Robbie. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to, to spark another crisis. Uh, Perpetual. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Perpetual crisis.
3: Uh, Dorian mm-hmm. has had quite the journey. Yeah. He's had two international or <laughs> transcontinental flights. Yeah, that's true. In like six months. All he really
2: wanted to do is like get out of his backyard and uh yeah, he's in for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: How's it been? How's Oh, and the, well, we just also saw EXU kaimal
2: Oh, is that uh mm-hmm. Yeah, That uh that was another experience ah, What two different realms. Yeah. Like, I think that's the biggest thing, like, as a player and then as a character, that was, like, fun and challenging is jumping out of one world and then literally it feels like it's all interconnected. And that's, to your credit, how cool all of that is because, you know, it does feel like this universe that keeps expanding, keeps expanding. And then now to have bounced there, then there, then there, uh, it was, like, uh, first episode of VXU Common was just sort of, like, a, a total... Jump into a completely something else, which mm-hmm. is was so fun because it's got it's got this fresh and new feeling. So, um, yeah, I think the cool part about his journey is that I never set out with that strong of an intention intentionally, so that he was able to just sort of go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing anything other than that would have been. A little bit much, I think, as as a first-time player. Yeah? Yeah, like if I had these grand machinations of what his future were to be, I feel like Matt would have squashed him in session one. Yeah, I would have squashed not- him. I would have used him against you.
5: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, You're yeah. right. Yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't
3: give him bullets. <laughs> well, we do talk all the time about when the Eye of, the Eye of Sauron that is the DM turns <laughs> to you mm. oh and God. puts that giant spotlight on you and you have to go into all your character shit. Um, well,
2: Cyrus was that in a big way. Yeah. That was the 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 thing most in um, early C three that like blew me away is when that character came to life because I, I'd written. A, and I don't. I say expansive, but I don't see what you guys are writing, so I don't know. But I feel like for me, it was a a relatively uh, dense background for a simple story. And um, Matt took a character that I was meant to be a driving force and turned it into a real flesh and blood uh-huh. human uh-huh. and I never expected it. Uh-huh. I, I I did not know that that, that would be uh, that force in the in the campaign. And what what fun. Like, that gasp you here is real. I'm like, oh, oh, whoa. Yeah. That guy was... Is it just, we're going to talk to yeah, him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy was the guy the guy I wrote about in Pretend, and now he's here <laughs> for real. Uh, and I've got to role play with him. <laughs> really hope I remember my motivations. But, uh, but super fun, as good as it gets, really.
3: How was uh, Matt's interpretation compared to what you envisioned?
2: <sighs> Different, but uh, amazing once we started to roll with it. Because, mm. like, um, you know, like with with Dorian's journey, I was... Very obviously, trying to like, if I had any kind of mission at all, like above the table, it was to try and turn some tropes on their head, you know, and tropes that I love, like I love the um the the noble who is reluctant. Uh, it's like one of my favorite fantasy tropes. Like I'm a huge Strider, Aragorn sort of fan, but um, but it's always the same thing. And so I was like, I don't want to seek out my nobility. I must find myself, and um, <laughs> and, and less so for Dorian in the sense that you know he has he doesn't have those pressures he's leaving to find himself because he feels ineffectual at home mm. which is a different kind of of uh, reason for wanting to leave uh, and in my imagination cyrus was always this very stalwart sort of um capable the the perfect first son so the, that's what always gave me the motivation to say like well i'm going to leave home everything's going to be fine without me so then when matt brings him in and he's this lovable himbo that is just like, I want to follow you too. I'm like, oh shit. What do we do now? We're both morons. I thought you cast a big shadow. Yay. You're a problem. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, it's super fun. And um, obviously, like, you know, it's your world, so you got you got to roll with it and it, and all, all for the better because I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed what you brought to life in him much more than what was in my original backstory. no, yeah.
5: mm-hmm. oh, cool. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. It's a fun one. He's... I, I like to imagine that he's he's very capable in the space that he was raised to settle in. Yes. Like when he's at the Silken Squall, when he's amongst his people, when he's amongst his family, like he very much embodies exactly what he was his meant to embody. Everything he's been trained for, brought up for. And I think it's because of once he saw Dorian leave, once he like began to realize there was more possibility out there and that you took it by the reins and ran, and then found out that was kind of a Historical aspect of the family. He was like, "Well, I'm gonna try it," and that's when you realize he really just should only do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he, he should only <laughs> really do that. He's yeah. <laughs> real bad at everything else.
2: Yeah, uh, how, and, and that's that's so fun. You take that character out of their element and see what they what they become and who thrives and, and who doesn't out in the big scary world.
4: Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like a like, like the people that go to Rumspringer and then yeah, go, and then at the end totally. of it go. No, I'm going back. <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. not for me.
3: Yeah. Uh, I have a question. The bounty for Cyrus was 20,000 gold. But by the time you made it to Kai it was forty thousand golds. So what the fuck happened on that boat? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure where those. I'm not sure where those numbers got crossed out.
2: I feel like it was always forty, and then it was like it's only twenty, and they're like, no, it's forty again. I, it's impossible to know, but those numbers feel. Like when you're like when Matt's nickel and diming us for five dollars silver rides, forty on- <laughs> <laughs> k sounds insurmountable. Impossible. It sounds insurmountable, and uh, and so so it didn't matter if it was twenty or forty. I, it it, it,
1: fe- it felt impossible. Plus, Cyrus yeah. was like, oh, I got a bounty on my head. I guess it's like. 20,000 20, gold. No bigs. <laughs> like, yeah. Just no bigs. Well, I think though, I
2: think that man. Correct me if I'm wrong. I might be rude, and that maybe it is no bigs for us uh, back uh, home. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like going off on your spirit quest and coming back with a forty G debt
1: doesn't exactly sound like you did the best job at it. You didn't use yeah. the parental credit card, right? Yeah. It was emergency gold. Yeah. <laughs> 40K. Yeah, I had to use What the... did you do? I used the black card because I was going to get murdered. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: uh, yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea what he did or how he did it, but uh, yeah. we'll get him out of it eventually, maybe.
3: Yeah. Hard to Ooh.
2: say. Yeah. Ooh.
3: Yeah. It was funny watching Kaimal because, um, you know, Dorian had, we got to witness this great, like, Dorian kind of coming into himself and finding his confidence and, and being, like, the hero and the good guy. And then you jump back in with the the EXU, you know, the <laughs> crown keepers. And it's like, well, they're all bad influences. Uh-huh. Full reverting.
2: Yeah. You know, but the, it's funny you say that because it is also the most ca- confident I've felt as a player. Yeah. I, I think having a bit of time to step back from, from C3 and then jump back into that world. It, it's night and day playing with those... People and and learning the things that I did in C three and coming back because yeah. I I and Dorian were both so so not overwhelmed but like uncertain about what I should do and how to do it <laughs> and I felt like it was a lot easier to um to take the reins uh, this time and like sort of do the things that I wanted to do It was yeah. really fun.
1: It's it going to be a character alignment now? Right, you're going to go full evil. Character full, Dorian's going full evil. Full evil, evil now. Yeah. lawful evil, maybe. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> So Lawful evil is more terrifying, in my opinion, than chaotic.
4: Very evil. much so. Right. Wait, how'd the bounty go?
2: I took it.
3: <laughs> oh no! The
5: texture, the full no! Texture. Oh dear! Oh, oh dear! Shit. A lock of his brother's <laughs> hair braided Animal. into his own. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, oh, way too Whoa. dark! Oh, too my dark! He's taking so. trophies now. That so. explains the so. nice boots. <laughs>
1: You're <laughs> supposed to be bros. Yeah! We're not that's looking fun. for it now. My God. Oh man.
2: <laughs> Don't worry, that'll never
3: happen. Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. I love it. Uh, well, next on this topic is Ladna. Mm. Man, but it feels weird if I ask myself.
1: No, be bad at the job because you, uh, yeah. you will. That's well, this is question.
3: like a round table, you know, so we can all um, ask away. Yeah, Marisha.
1: <laughs> we don't have we don't have the question. No. Laudna and her relationship
3: to the Briarwoods. What the fuck is up with that? Thanks for asking, Marisha. <laughs> um, you look
1: really great today, Marisha. Thank oh, you, thank Marisha. you <laughs> <laughs> with well, we your hair.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah.
5: yeah. seriously.
1: What the fuck is up with that?
3: Laudna and her relationship to the Briarwoods. It was something that I like. Matt and I had to talk a lot about to make sure that like we weren't going to break canon or Briarwood's physics or, or yeah, you, whatever. You brought it up
4: to me. You were like,
1: could you could, could maybe do this? Yeah. I was like, let's talk about this. What came <laughs> first, the character or the connection?
3: So full on, I had, this is gonna sound crazy, but I had a nightmare one night and it was the flower girl like vision that I made when we were breaking into Mm. the moon tower. Mm -hmm. And it did the girl without the jaw that rushed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had. That was a dream that I had where I couldn't find Matt and I couldn't find Omar and I ran out in front of our house and I looked down the street and there was that flower girl. oh no, that's cool. Standing that's at the end of the <laughs> at the end of the road. Are
1: you sure it was a dream?
3: And she. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just saying. No, <Nope>. uh-huh, <laughs> no. Especially when it's misty out there. You know? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh.
3: And yeah, and then she rushed me and then I woke up and I it was one of those dreams where it literally like knocked me out of sleep and I woke up and I was like, gah. I want to be spooky for campaign three, no! and then no! and it kind of came from that. And I was like, there for a while. I was like, oh, do I play like, um, do I play a little girl who's been? She's like much more mature now, but she died when she was young in Whitestone in the in the Briarwood incursion. And I was like, nah, I'm to that could get weird. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make her grown up. And then, and, and yeah, and then just through talking about it, it was like. What if she was on the tree and she yeah. was the vex double?
4: Damn. Yeah, well, I think it was. And then from that point, you decided you wanted to go multi-class warlock sorcerer. Yeah. And it was like, what your patron? What kind of patron do you want? You're like, well, what kind if it was Delilah? Was... And then it was like, cool. Let's keep. Let's let's work on this. <laughs> let's yeah. workshop it a bit and see I'm what we can even do. Even work. Well, I mean, we're
1: not going to get that part of it though for a while, right? <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't even know. Like the you don't even know. Just the the story that I wrote was that like when Delilah did her big like Ziggurat blast, that and essentially justifying it that because um, Ladna already had magic abilities, that's where her sorceress like you know she was naturally in, in, innate with uh, magic abilities, so she wanted to try and learn and get better, and then that's how she got lured to the castle by the Briarwoods. Oh my God. And uh, she thought like, oh cool, maybe I'm going to get like a tutor. But nah, she was just there because she was naive and vulnerable and, and
4: looked a little bit like one of the people And looked a met. little
3: yeah. like this woman that never crossed Lobna's path.
5: mm mm-hmm.
3: um, And yeah, when Delilah did her big like Necromantic blast that whatever kind of innate magic was living it was still in Laudna, just kind of took hold, and kind of a, yeah, kind of took that spark from Lady Briarwood, and that's kind of all I know.
5: <laughs> so,
3: and now she talks in my head sometimes.
1: Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Oh jeez.
2: <laughs> I have a question. Yes. All right. So when you're when you're tying these threads together as as a player and DM. And you guys have spent seven years building this lore and creating canon through your publications and the games and all of that. You know, I know that fans in general love tie-ins and they love nostalgia. Like, that's Mm -hmm. just one of those things that I think it's inherent in people. They're like, oh, I know that thing. I like that thing. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, and something you're doing well, that I wonder how you navigate that razor's, Razor's Edge of like giving the cool tie-ins for the fans, but also walking that faint fine line of not having it be all this, not getting into the realm of hokey, because because yeah, you, you yeah, could yeah. easily Relying
4: on it, yeah, and you lean
2: on it too hard, and you're like, oh, we love Vox Machina, look how it's tied, but it, it, it's got to be perfect, and I feel like those little those little seeds you guys are planting are so cool because it's a canon world that has a timeline, and you planted the seeds, and now you're just. Just gently, sort of harvesting them throughout this universe. Totally. I don't know what's what's that like. I mean, what what does that because that discussion look like when you were discussing the Briarwoods thing? I mean, yeah. the, the,
4: that is the challenge. And so when I mean, she brought it up, I was it was well, I wouldn't say reticence. It was just like, well, I want to make sure that we create something that doesn't hearken too strongly on an existing story to where it robs your character of her own unique narrative. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have like a group of, of unique characters and then the Vox Machina tie-in character. You know, so it was very sure. much like. Finding that balance to where it's fun to do nods. It's fun to have it you know, sit in that world with with realistic roots because Vox Machina did leave a big impact on the world, you know, and you can't like dodge that too much, but definitely don't want any of that past elements to overshadow it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just it's something I'm conscious of and it's part of that discussion if anybody wants to, to delve into those aspects. You know, like with orem uh, for EXU, Liam mm-hmm. wanted to tie that to the Arishari and some elements of Keyleth. In which case, it was like, hell yeah, let's do that. But let's also ensure that this is your story and that this is your narrative and it doesn't become, you know, oh, your character is, you know, a guy that works with Keyleth. It's like, your character is this. Your character's about this. This is their history. This is their personality. And also, at the end of all that, they also have a cool connection to a previous campaign character. You know, and that's kind of the balance that I like to keep.
1: What? (laughs) I'm just (laughs) just laughing because... We have such a great mix of like original characters, original storyline each campaign. There are these great tie-ins that have loose threads to old campaigns, and then there's this asshole that tried to kill Santa. And I was like, yeah. "What if I played Chetney, but he was a werewolf?"
5: <laughs> I was like,
1: "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> yeah. Of (laughs) course. Just shit hammer ass clown character. Oh man. We're making it happen. Well, I remember
3: when we were at your house and we were in your living room and we were all like, man, what are we going to be? What are we going to do? And you brought up, you're like, can I be Chetney? And Matt broke all of us and he's like, just going to make sure that we're not like breaking Xandra in some canon elements. Uh And we were like, uh well, what do you mean? And Matt's like, well, there's no Christmas in Alexandria. Right.
1: I don't <laughs> want to make no. Santa and the Elves canon in Alexandria. <laughs> <Yes>. Two Like <legs. laughs> Once per year. Once per year. <laughs> when the moon is full on the 25th of December. <laughs> oh my God. There's no December! <laughs> Travis is like,
2: I'm gonna make a candy cane time machine. Go back and kill Vox Machina. Uh-huh. You know? uh-huh. uh-huh. Oh God! It'll God. run off a of Christmas spirit. <laughs> yep.
1: Good thing we take ourselves so seriously. <laughs>
2: Oh he fits right in. I've got no preconceived notion of Chetney. I felt yeah. like I felt like he's a charming little guy who just popped in at the right time and never <laughs> ever felt out of place, even though he totally should be. It was kind of true, yeah. It was so
1: great bonding like as Bertrand with Dorian. And then <laughs> as soon as as soon as I sat down, I, I hadn't thought of it until the moment you started talking, I was like, Oh, he's gonna hate Dorian. <laughs> Oh, to the moment I started talking, you were like, oh, I'm going to hate you. Like, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You, had this, like, you sure it's appable? all RP? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, I'm going to hate this guy for sure. Yeah,
1: was like my <laughs> energy affable thing, and I was like, oh, I got to flip it. I got to flip it. He's got to hate him.
2: <laughs> I won you over in
1: the end. Yeah. So good. Yeah, you got the first toy. Uh, oh, shit, well,
3: yeah, speaking of the old people again, how do we feel about Werther's, like, Actually? Like, do you all like, I like
1: Original? Yeah. Well, <laughs> That's a joke. Yes. That's a, joke. That's a joke, Actually, <laughs> so I went out and found other, other flavors than just the original. The, the green apple. The green,
3: green well, apple's weird. Uh, t- t- it is a little weird. strange. The, it's
1: the coffee one is actually like pretty good. Coffee? Yeah, there's like a that, Java coffee, I forget what they call it. That <laughs> actually sounds
3: amazing.
1: It's pretty damn good. Really? Yeah, but do you ever have coffee, like candies, like hard candies? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, I'll
2: try it. Pretty good. You really are committed to the old guy thing, aren't you? Yeah.
1: Look, I'm just trying to get, I'm trying to make my bed now. Just trying to get nice and comfortable <laughs> I can slide into the old guy thing.
2: My my grand- cardigan. <laughs> <laughs> my grandmother had like dishes of candy around the house cuz I come from a big family. We had like, uh, you know, yes. 30 cousins. There was mm-hmm. always candy everywhere. 30? Uh on both sides easily. Dang. Yeah. Wait, yeah. on
3: like Combined? Combined. Oh, okay, okay, no, okay, not
5: 30 okay. on each. Oh, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, uh, prolific parents. Yeah, there wasn't a lot to do in the 50s. Uh, and uh, they would always have, like, the Werthers were like a, a, a reprieve because the hard candies were always yeah. in one dish and they are always stuck together as, like, one oh, giant, yeah. like, murder device and glue. <laughs> but the Werthers were individually wrapped. So you're like, ah, if I don't want this sweaty old candy, I'm going to eat a Werthers. So I like Werthers. Like like they did Together. Thumbs up, yeah. individually
3: wrapped. It's great. Yeah.
4: Apparently, after all that, mm-hmm. somebody from Werther's sent us a bunch of Werthers. Yeah. And I've i been That's snacking on it before games since then. It's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. So thanks, Werther's. I'm just, and we're still
3: kind of confused on how Werther's got our address, right? Yeah. Hey, how we, did we, she we, pissed off we, we pissed off
4: Werther's. Uh, we pissed off Tootsie Pop. Like we're just we're coming for all the hard candy. Werther's is the original
1: that. original candy of the Illuminati. They're just connected <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> like there's little micro nano bots in the Werthers. Oh, That's yeah. how they get you.
3: Oh <laughs> uh, well, it's going to clip that.
4: It's going to start making the rounds on
1: Facebook. I know just it. Be I, careful, dang it. Well.
3: <laughs> I um, <laughs> I feel like it's time, you guys, to uh, I don't know huh. pull from. The Tower of Inquiry. Inquiry!
1: I love that none of us joined you on the name. I, know. It was, was, just like, I was trying to remember <laughs> what we're doing. you want
3: to? Do <laughs>
5: that's okay, we I don't do we need y'all. Take we'll two? Okay, 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 okay. Do it, yeah. Okay, okay,
1: right. ready?
3: Time to pull a question from The, the Tower <laughs> of
5: Inquiry! Why is it
3: spooky?
4: I don't know. It's got skulls on it. Oh, one. it does. Because it's, it's got skulls on, on, it. Skulls on it. It's got skulls on it, that's all I know.
3: Here's how this works, y'all. we compiled a bunch of evergreen questions from you, the critters, and incorporated them into a chenga tower, precariously (laughs) made up of numbered blocks at the end of each segment, or whenever the tavern keeper, me, wills it, one of us will pull a block and read the number, and Danny will tell us what the question is and who asked it, and if the tower falls, if the tower falls, there will be dire consequences to whomever is behind its destruction.
1: Oh, damn. Okay.
3: And with that, who wants to pull, you guys? Robbie, you should go.
2: Okay! Yeah! Surely I can't screw this up on the Uh first try, right? Yes, you can. Yes, I can. Don't rush it. Yeah!
4: Believe in yourself. You can screw up anything
2: if you really put your mind to it. Believe in me believes
1: in me. Wow. Are there rules for
6: this?
2: That's
1: a a tight (laughs) tower. Is it a (laughs) one-handed pull? Can you do two hands? Are you (laughs) trying to rules me right right now? now,
3: I think the official... (laughs) changa rules are you can only use one hand at a time. You can use both hands, but you can't okay. use both at the same are time. Are these painted might be together?
2: I just want to make sure well, Robbie
1: st- Cheating not
2: <laughs> This is
1: sticky. <laughs> I am putting force behind this. <laughs>
5: oh no. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. You, guys.
1: you can't mess it up on the first try. Oh, Robbie. Oh, <laughs> guys! Oh my god. Oh, my god, oh there it goes, there okay, go. There okay, go. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm hitting this hard. Oh okay. shit. Okay.
3: Oh shit. Oh Mario, <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, no, are you okay? oh, <laughs> oh Good, okay, good no
2: luck! <laughs> sorry, sorry, Arn. No, it's um, fine. 32. <laughs> 32. 32.
0: Okay, let's see here.
2: I'll go back and
0: try. Uh yeah, all right, here we back. go. Yeah, yeah. What are the similarities and differences between your character and yourself? From oh. a life of Riley on Instagram, similarities and differences
3: between your character and yourself <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah. yeah, that's, that's a, good is that yeah. a good question.
1: Is that a question for all of us or just Rob Bay?
3: yeah,? Who okay. owns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hmm.
1: I I, I will start. I had a small obsession in the fourth grade with joining the Boy Scouts, which I never did. and I think at the time it was like the Weebelows. Those sure. were like the young Boy Scouts, like elementary oh, school. Oh, okay. I think okay. they were like Cub Scouts and then Weeblos and the Boy Scouts. But they sent a Boys Life magazine, which was like the, the Boy Scout magazine, and in the yeah, back yeah. there were always like ads for fingerless gloves and pocket knives and magnifying glasses and you could build your own hovercraft, all this shit. And there was one that had like what? whittling tools. hmm And so there was like an instruction manual for like how to whittle your own stuff. And so I, I like stayed on my mom forever, 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 and she finally got me like a small pocket knife. And I was like, I'm gonna go whittle. She was like, oh great, honey, you need some wood. And I got a stick out of the backyard and I started trying to whittle and I realized it's impossibly <laughs> hard and, t- and time consuming, especially for like a fourth grader. And I got like a couple pieces off and I was like, fuck this. <laughs> 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 it was terrible. <laughs> and she came out and she was like, where's the pocket knife? And I was like, ah, right, it's in the backyard. <laughs> so I got cave whittling a shot for like three minutes. <laughs> three minutes and 20 seconds or something like
4: that. So this is your, your, your way to make up for it all these years later?
1: Yeah, I might pick it up again, who knows? Mm. I'm just waiting to get sponsored by professional chiseling company, I don't know. <laughs> who says D&D is a therapist? I'm working on that fourth grade Weebolo trauma. <laughs> oh, that sounds like something else. I'm yeah. not a weebolo. <laughs> oh, That's
4: so funny. <laughs> How
1: about you guys?
5: Hmm.
3: Yeah, I feel like each one, like, you know, Keeleth was kinda tapping into my insecurities. Bo was kinda the opposite and tapping in tapping into more of my like my confident, arrogant side. <laughs> and then um Laudna's just me at peak weird, I guess. Just weird yeah, as fuck. Yeah. Um Yeah. I I'm enjoying Laudna because if Marisha does something weird, no one can clock me on if it's just me or if it's Ladna. <laughs> so it's great. So all the like weird shit that is, I just do. He's kind of forgiven. He's kind of forgiven. it's nice. Um and... Yeah, she's been she's been fun to kind of like lean into the irreverence a little bit more. It's nice. Y-
2: you're you though. You are you as a DM, right? Yeah, it's got a lot of characters. I don't know if I can
4: answer this. Dariax. Question. Yeah. Oh, Dariax. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how are we similar, uh, <laughs> or or not or similar? Not,
1: yeah. The
4: part? yeah. Uh, we. I We're both a little flighty, depending. <laughs> <laughs> In social settings, like I can I can lose focus and forget what's going on. Um. Yeah, I. We, we don't have a, a a terrible lot in common, other than maybe like a love of, of spontaneity, mm-hmm. and kind of just going That's with it. whatever's happening in the moment. Uh, you fully embrace that, to be sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. And
2: like, I can see the joy on your face when you let go. It's so it's like yeah. so cool getting getting to have experienced you in two different ways as a player mm-hmm. and a DM because you know you are you are true you are just tracking a million different pathways at once when you're DMing and Dariax is just seems like he's on a straight line but it's one way one way, and it's so fun to watch you just act on impulse and do whatever you want it's pretty cool
4: it, thank you it, it's uh that is a big difference between the two of us is the level of responsibility yeah <laughs> <laughs> Matt yeah perpetually crushed under it uh Dariax got none don't care
2: <laughs>
4: Liberated.
5: Oh uh, release valve.
3: yeah,
4: yeah. yeah <laughs> it's <just> wonderful
2: <laughs> oh man
3: what about you Robbie
2: I uh I really want to try play something like kind of away from myself. Uh, it Was the be- so similarities are hard. Uh, yeah, yeah, like uh, I feel I as Robbie generally feel pretty confident and outgoing in social situations. Like I I feel like I I thrive when I'm around people. So I wanted to experience uh, someone who's not that and see what it was like to play the whole other flip side of the coin. Can you be charming while yeah. while being in- insecure? And I, I hopefully the the answer is. Yes, because that's a very important stat for a bard. Uh, But but the way that we're alike is that, um, you know, even though I love people and I love being in social situations and that sort of stuff is I have always kind of felt like I've been on the outside looking in. So, um, you know, in in 13 or 14, when I when I left and I said, you know, I've always felt like I was on the outside looking in and you guys made me feel like I've been a part of something bigger. That was that was a little bit of Robbie, a little bit of Dorian. Because, um, yeah, um, I like to bring people in closer to me, but sometimes it's safer to sort of be on the outskirts. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, w- I would think of all the things that, the not many things I share with Dorian, that would probably be one of them, for sure.
3: Yeah, it's nice. Do you feel like you learned anything about, like because you're talking about trying to experience people who are a little bit more insecure. Do mm-hmm. you feel like you like walked away with any... Yeah. New knowledge.
2: Sure. When you, when you, it's very, it's a very vulnerable feeling to be, to have anxiety and to be, to be truly insecure. We all have anxieties and stressors, but like to be, to have a bit of social anxiety, which I really sort of wanted to give over to, not leaning on like jokes or, or, or being charming or all the things that you try and lean on when you're making new friends or when you're trying to make a group of people laugh, just being, Vulnerable and not knowing what to say among a new group of people, it's incredibly frightening and it's incredibly uh, vulnerable. So I think that's why at times Dorian lied. Like I I don't find myself to be a, a liar, especially in so- so- social socials, but I found myself lying as Dorian all the fucking time. And, <laughs> I like, and, and, and after a while I had to go, why am I lying to these people? They're my friends. And um, I don't know. If you're using role-playing to sort of, not using it, but if you're participating in role-playing to open up aspects of your personality and and find out things and bond more with your friends, new and old, uh, it's such a great way to get a different perspective uh, than yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Hear, here! Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yes! Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, that was like a college lecture. That was amazing. You can do that, was, <laughs> could that into a what? thesis, though. I do have my master's degree. Oh, my <laughs>
5: God. My God.
2: <laughs> Paid off. Uh, Mine is worth. Leaning on jokes again. God
3: damn it. <laughs> 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 and we're back.
5: We're back, baby.
2: Can't help it.
3: Well, thank you at A Life of Riley on Instagram. And if you have any deep, dank, evergreen questions for us, thank you. You can enter your questions for the Tower of Inquiry at critworld.com slash tower. <laughs> I think it's time to move on, you guys.
4: Oh, we only do one block? Twice. Yeah. Okay.
3: I know. Production talk, moving on to block B.
2: <laughs> Production <laughs> talk. That's definitely like well above exactly. table. Yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah.
3: Block B. <laughs> this phase of the four-sided dive is referred to as the deep dive. <sighs> Where lore keeper Danny Carr serves us with some juicy questions. Danny, can we get a round of questions for the table, please? Put sure. it on my tab. Sure, I guess. Do you
6: have a tab?
1: Ooh. Yeah. Can you put you all this on our pay tab, me. actually? <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> oh, this so cool. This
3: Yo! One's for you. Oh! Nice. oh! Yeah, this one's for you. Oh. They
1: look great. That's right. Turn rad. out good. Oh, yes. She's Get out very... of here in the little oh, Thank you, flizzle. you're welcome. All my shit.
3: All right, one by one, we will be taking turns pulling questions from our tankards and giving our best attempts at answering them succinctly. Them. Shout out to Flip this bitch, by the way. No, Yo, yours who is Who made these. Isn't this awesome? See my little fatty pates at the bottom? Oh, so <laughs> oh look at cute. that boy. <laughs> You've been eating good. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you for these incredible tinkered. Flip Dang. this bitch, who of course also built this set and also built our gaming set. They're just the best. Love you guys. Um nice and staff. you know, since I'm the tavern keeper, I'm gonna kick it off. Oh falling on, on the sword right. down there, yeah. I'll do it. Oh, do it. I'll
2: do it. do it. Do the question. Oh Go.
3: Okay. Marisha, that's me. How does Laudna feel about working with a group of friends for the first time in her unlife? life uh,
1: Her unlife. life Her,
3: yeah. Good <laughs> work, Danny and Kyle, who made these questions. Um, that is a good question. She's, I mean, she's enjoying it greatly because, like, she's lived a very, very, uh, you know, uh, uh, insular life, uh, just a very much a life of solitude for, I mean, nearly 30 years, mm-hmm. and then... Imogen, of course, came into her life a couple of years ago and has been her best friend. But this is like, this is like the first time Vladna has had friends, no doubt. Like, since she was, you know, a young, a young girl, realistically. Um, and it's great. I'm just glad she hasn't driven everybody away or terrified people or giving them nightmares? I mean, in mind, all those things actually. Still,
5: still young. Campaign's yeah, still young. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> They're just NPCs. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: cool. Yeah. Yep.
1: I have so um, many questions. I, I feel like Image or Laudna has like a little flight of the navigator going on. Mm-hmm. Like, did she try and find her friends when she was alive? 30 mm-hmm. years later, did she try and go find them? at their houses, oh. but they've all moved.
3: Sure, sure. I mean, I think... There's no way. Like, maybe, I don't know. Maybe there's a few people from Laudanum's life that are still alive, but. Dang. I feel like there probably a lot of them are dead now.
2: Be honest. Are you too young to get the Flight of the Navigator reference?
3: I do, I do not know. <laughs> <the laughs> oh! We could remedy
1: that!
2: <laughs> we really
4: it's,
1: it's so great.
3: good! good.
2: Classic. Mandy's dad's yeah, it's in it. It's
4: awesome.
1: a classic. Compliance. That's right,
3: Mansie's dad. That's right.
1: Come yeah. We'll That's talk. Cool. All right. And all Sarah cool. Jessica Parker's in it. Yeah. Yes. With
4: some some makeup! <laughs> With some, makeup. some hair! <laughs> hair. Yeah. Like um, the boom. Yeah, I
1: only remember
2: because I just showed it to Lennox. Like, oh, really? No I did. Hell yeah. Loved it. It's, it's a, a great music. film. It's a good... They they did a genius thing. Uh, the opening credits, remember when they used to roll credits before the movie? Yeah. It's just five minutes of dogs catching frisbees. Yeah. <laughs> so just sat there like,
1: I was like, genius. I five, no problem that at all. It's yeah. genius. That so so was a as a
4: kid. A and it was like one of my favorite parts.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, of course. Yeah.
4: Because oh. they're dogs catching frisbees. Oh. Slow mo, all slow mo shots. Yeah. So great. Mm. Uh.
3: Uh, speaking of, look at our boy over there.
1: Oh. giving He's some the lungs. Pets. He's getting yeah. the patses. He's a good one.
3: Just being a good onset doggy.
1: Who's pulling next?
3: Um, hey,
1: don't you have to delegate or
3: um, condemn
1: someone to pull? Condemn I'll make, someone.
3: I'll make that. Oh, pull. okay.
4: I should have not spoken up. <laughs> no. You
3: saw that coming. Keep
4: your head. Greasy, down. Wheel, greasy <laughs> wheel. Haven't you seen Jurassic Park? I know.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Matt. Why did you choose to explore a new city in Marquette for this campaign, as opposed to somewhere like Corel or Chamal oh,
5: That's a an great interesting question, question actually. Um,
4: I because I wanted to try something different. I wanted to wanted to show other facets that we hadn't seen, and show you know just different sorts of topography. You know, the continent has so many variations on uh, the type of atmospheres that you can find on it, like in you know, many spaces in Alexandria. So I wanted to like to show off how different it can be and. How the cultures can have similarities, but also have you know many different uh, differences based on the mix of cultures that create those those areas. And I wanted definitely to start it in a a heavy metropolitan area. We haven't really mm. spent a lot of like long form narrative in a singular city location. So they've always yeah. kind of acted as hubs, yes. you know, or destination points along a larger journey. And so, uh, so yeah, I just wanted to build Drusar to be just that, and. Uh, and also, for similar of the reasons that we discussed, I didn't start it in on like Karel or Shemal because I didn't want it to feel like it was already tethered strongly to a pre-existing so campaign. It yeah. can definitely create something new and fresh and unique to this story and these characters on its own. So mm-hmm. those are kind of my my reasons.
3: I wonder if we'll go to on though. I'm sure we will. I'm sure pass will take us there at if some the, point. If the story yeah.
4: calls for it at some point, maybe. Yeah. There's a lot to explore in this continent. A lot of really cool places that are being written by myself and a lot of
1: other amazing people that are collaborating with me on it.
3: So yeah. cool.
1: We do get chased out of those hubs pretty quickly. We do. We show up and we're like, yeah, everything will be fine. Couple days. We're like, we can't get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta go.
3: Yeah, I guess like the closest thing has been Amon, but that was like at home, in our home mm-hmm. pre stream game where we kicked it in Amon for a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, campaign two, we were pretty, pretty nomadic.
4: Yeah, you guys were roaming.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, the size of the world in campaign two in comparison to campaign one was just crazy. Like That's true. We were globe trotting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I think most of us wanna like just get out there and explore everything outside of Drusar as fast as we can. When that map hit the table, that map is huge.
4: That's one region. <sighs>
5: <laughs> that's, that's true. It's just, so just a
1: rough. it's just a regional. It's just it's just the Odiran Wilds.
4: Yeah. That's just one section of Marquette. There's many others.
1: We should have fanned out. We should have broken the party up into six individuals Hell yeah. and just like That's fanned fun. across just the map. single. <laughs> Split the party across yes! time zones.
4: Yeah. 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 I'll see you in
2: four days. <laughs> Holy shit, Matt! How how's your hair that gray? Uh-huh. Cut back to the woods. Never know if you to cry. Chetney's eating a gopher, and I can't remember.
1: <laughs> oh, definitely some gopher. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Just need some uh-huh.
5: more.
3: <laughs> Yeah, and I guess, too, with, like, Campaign 2, you got really far away from Campaign 1, but we've kind of, we're dabbling in Campaign 1 a little bit more.
4: Well, I intentionally wanted Campaign 2 to be something very separate, which is why I made a very early rule of, like, try and keep any connections very minimal to Campaign 1. Yeah. And then now that we've done that, I feel a little more comfortable leaning back a little bit more, you know? Mm. Um,
3: There's just so much, there's, like, it's just so... There's so much to play with, too. Yeah.
4: Well, it's hard whenever someone plays a full campaign of oh, D&D yeah. and you play another campaign afterward to not feel nostalgic for your old characters and be like, oh, I want to play the son of my previous character, you know, because there is that kind of that nostalgic <laughs> love and connection. Um, and I wanted to make sure I use campaign two as a way to kind of definitely show that you can create really amazing characters without leaning on something you've already created. Yeah. And so now that we've done that, oh, yeah. campaign three, it's like, you guys know what you're doing now. Have fun with it.
1: Travis. Hmm. Pick a question. Oh, yeah, me. This cup is That's warm. a really cool cup. <laughs> <laughs> we'll dig it deep. Head. Okay. <clears throat> 7,000. Uh, Travis, how do you feel about Bertrand's lasting impression of the group? <laughs>
5: <laughs> 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 uh,
1: can I just say? <laughs> The most depressing part about all of it was as the chat was going, going they were like, oh, Bertrand died with his dick out. <laughs> I was like, look, guys, if you pee in an alley, you don't have to describe putting it away <laughs> before the climax of it, Apparently you do.
5: Apparently. <laughs> he shakes it
1: thrice. <laughs> it, is, it is the most unplanned, unanticipated unworthy (laughs) thing for Bertrand to have struck like such a chord with the group.
6: I know. And to be
1: like the basis of the name. But that old sap, he did it.
5: He did (laughs) did
1: it. it. I I had no idea like what kind of dynamic he was gonna have. Can I also just reiterate that Bertrand Bell was designed to die in the search for Grog. Yep. I made him to die quickly so that if and when, hopefully we got Grog out of that gem, I would only have one character, but that didn't happen. All of a sudden, there was two, and he lived! And he boned and left, left jail, so, you know. <sighs> you know, he's finally full circle with this guy. I, I love that everybody kind of just, um, he kind of served as like a little catalyst, which was, yeah. which was great, and you know, everybody kind of came around and made an impression on him and changed the way that he related to people, and I, I, I loved. I loved Dorian and Bertrand's yeah. vibe. I mean, yeah. that was mm-hmm. that was really really great. And and with Imogen, like the whole spying, oh. the spy duo, where he thought he was like the stealthiest, you know, <laughs> that's <right. laughs> stealth that's ever lived, and she just wasn't picking up on any of it. I loved that's it. Right. I loved it.
3: Oh, good times with that guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Bertrand. Uh, Robbie, you haven't oh. pulled one yet, right? I have not. Let's do
2: it. I shall. Mine is mine's a little narrow. It
3: is. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: got some meatballs. Oh, you got
5: a yeah. greasy upper, yeah. boy.
2: <laughs> oh, no. Uh, what is one lesson, only one, that Dorian learned uh, uh, while the bells hells with what? <laughs> These are barely words, or, or I can barely read it's one or the other. <laughs> one lesson that I learned that he'll take with him on his future travels. Oh, man. That's tough. There's... I want to give, like, a joke answer, but Mm -hmm, there's mm -hmm. so many real answers. Um, Yeah. yeah. I... I, I, (laughs) (laughs) Always take a spa day. Uh, Uh Yeah. That's a good lesson. Man. Trust, probably. I think that was the biggest one. Yeah. Maybe he had some trust issues. Uh, uh, Not even necessarily about trusting other people, but... About trusting himself with yeah. other people, so, uh, so I think the group brought out a lot. It was a really s- supportive group, even in their dickery. Like,
5: <laughs> <laughs> out dickery? yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, uh, Dick Outery, oh. yeah, one, one or the other. I can't. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, everybody yeah. seemed to like that. For such an eclectic, wild group of people to get put together, they were also supportive. And I guess that's the nature of, of a D&D party that I know it doesn't have to be. Mm. But everybody delivered it in different ways. you got no-nonsense Ashton, you've got, you know, I don't know, if, if you got a big brother, if you got a big brother that's, like, in this position, you never get that big brother experience of getting noogies and getting your ass kicked and all that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. he got that a little bit out of Chetney. He got, you know, some romantic vibes around the table from other things, though he never really he kept a distance out it, okay. so.
3: Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, what did I do, wrong? What, 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 because what, I was wondering. <laughs> I was wondering. What
2: What was the one lesson that Dorian learned?
1: Just one. You're gonna need to expand on that. Uh-huh. The Tower of Expansion. Uh-huh. Look at summer. Danny's
3: face. Are you gonna deny, <laughs> are you gonna deny this? Right now.
4: <laughs> oh, man. I can pick another one, if you want me to save you. No!
5: Yes! No! Oh, oh, save we me! That again
3: because, okay, okay. Oh, Spill the tea, because I was like, "Is he crushing on Imogen? Is on, he fucking crushing?"
2: Are you crushing? Imogen, that's interesting. It's Matt. good. It's glad. I'm glad I know your ships. Uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs>
2: uh, what's your question, man?
1: No, oh!
2: no, you son of a bitch. Yeah.
4: Should we guess? Bell's Hells have left the big city of Drusar for <gasps> the jungles of the Oderan wilds. Tell us about what that shift has been like, as the DM. Uh, oh, this is a quick one. Um, yeah, it's been awesome. I love being in the city for a while, but you know, after a while, you're like, let's go see some some fun, weird, dangerous, open, you know, expanses of of unknown nature. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it was it it also was helpful to not have to constantly have four million NPCs at the ready at all times, based on whatever weird shit you yeah, guys want man. to do in yeah. the city. Uh, I have like nine pages to the left of me that breaks down all the spires and all the you know possible places that I can think of you guys go to and you look for things that aren't on the list and I have to make up weird shit on the spot, which is fun, but it also is a nice little like Reprieve to be like you're not gonna run into NPCs for the next hundred miles. It's just gonna be yeah. monsters and weird ruins and interesting yeah. challenges and you know dangerous sounds and like let's let's get into that for a while.
1: See, so. I like that. I, I was worried once I realized there were multiple spires and we're taking like trolley cars and shit. I was like, I can't really transform into a werewolf without I don't know a general population being like. Oh! Ah! Yeah. <laughs> this might have been a mistake. <laughs> I was glad to get on the road. <laughs> oh! Oh. Worship, oh! Look at this flu Sweet Are you kidding me with the bow tie too?
3: Hey! Buddy. Yes, it's his critter bow tie.
1: What a little gentleman!
3: He wears that all the time.
1: You know what? You know what? Omar's question is: Who was Dorian crushing on?
3: <laughs> Travis,
2: pull one!
3: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Do I, I get another one? Yeah, yeah. I'm
3: not going to lie. I barely heard your answer at all. I barely just, had an answer. It's I great. was just thinking about who Dorian is crushing on. For sure. I can't thinking about it.
1: Was like, ah, what was it like to keep the werewolf secret from everyone and then to finally reveal your werewolf self in game? It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. I think there were only a handful uh, of people that, that knew that was going going on. Laura knew, you knew. Yeah. And then everybody else, especially Liam with that choice. Was it I one know. game before, two games before? Where he was like, oh, you could have been a you could have been a known werewolf, you blew it. That's right. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as soon as I heard that, I was like, don't look at him. <laughs> Just keep it. Do not down. confirm. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> Do spin not it. show spin it. your it. face. It. No, it was great. And I, you know, I've really recommitted myself to this character. And I've taken to rewatching all of my favorite werewolf movies so that each transformation will have its own. Its <laughs> own oh, yeah. flavor. Oh yeah, I'm picking <laughs> up on I'm it. Just gonna slowly rip off one body part at a time until <laughs> we work through everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's my. I mean, I've loved, I've loved werewolves since I was tiny. Like the old Lon Chaney movies mm-hmm. were the yes. number one thing I went to along with Godzilla movies and like the blockbusters. I would just get all of them until they. I had seen them all. And uh, I think we might have told this story once before. I was so obsessed with them, along with Teen Wolf, Michael J. Fox and oh, Teen yeah, Wolf, yeah. that there was a Teen Wolf cartoon in the 80s. I remember Saturday that. Saturday morning cartoons. Mm, yeah. And uh, my mom came out one morning, and I had taken a brown Crayola marker, <laughs> and I had drawn... Hair all over my body, <laughs> oh, and cut little no. paper triangles and taped them to my fingers. That <laughs> is so cute. I like cute. came into her room in the morning and just like, you know, my tidy whitey's <laughs> like covered in Crayola hair. She was like, ah, <laughs> What's, what are you? And I was like, I'm a werewolf. That oh. is so cute. And I had a little bit of, um, Wednesday Adams vibe because uh, we 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 would go to church when we were young. I had a hard like plastic figurine lawn cheney werewolf that oh. I took to church with me. Dude. So like we'd walk in and <laughs> they'd be like, "Good hey, morning." <laughs> yes. This is my werewolf. Love
5: is <laughs> that is so, amazing. Cute. I love that so
1: much. So I love him. I love werewolves. Always have. Wait,
4: waiting for the chance to come around ever, ever since they first showed up in campaign one, seeing your eyes light up when you guys encountered oh. the werewolves in the Feywild. And it was like, oh, right. oh man, one of these days. What was his name? That pack of werewolves? That. Uh, G- uh, in the Fey, in yeah, the I'm fey trying world. to remember. Uh, do you remember the name? Of I I
2: just picture
1: someone
4: like in chat Jean. right now furiously. I know. Talking. I know. Uh, I know. Bitch, it's only it's only because I asked.
0: absolutely had to like write that name down like yes. a few weeks ago, yes. and now I feel yeah awful.
1: same. I remember reading like I um, I remember that was, it was the...
0: Lord something
1: too much in the brain. I that was the first time where I ever walked up to the edge of the D and D cliff of going like. I'm just going to make that son of a bitch bite me. And I didn't do it. And then after he we left, right. I regretted it forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hated myself afterwards. I was like, go get bit by a werewolf. Myself. So now the itch has been has been scratched. Delightful. Ga- 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 Gaelic? No, no that's was, the dog. Hang on. Okay. Omar, what are you bald bald trying to yeah.
3: eat? Omar, bring it here. Bring it here. Bring <laughs> it to mom. I'll trade you. No, Small mouse.
4: What mouth. you got?
0: Bring it here. What is it? His name was Ukarat. Ukarat! Was. There
4: we go.
2: Oh Thank you, Danny. I, I had
3: to look good, it up, No, it's all good. Lord Ukarat. Thank you, Lord Ukarat. Thank you, Danny. Mm-hmm. What the hell is this? What did you find? How many of these are
2: we supposed to pull out of these? Uh,
4: that's, a these good, that's a good question. There's a lot of them in there. Uh, to the yeah, you'll have to room. go
3: through all of them. Um, We're trying to hit a it's fair more, amount. Um, it's more. Yeah, it's more kind of I'm um, looking at the clock, but um, let's do a few more and then we'll yeah. pull from the tower again.
6: I'm going back in! Oh, Fine. I know Dr. what your Hawaii.
1: question Wait. says. It says, hey, Robbie, what? Who were you questioning uh-huh, on? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You can say Chetney. What
2: right. was the reason behind Dorian's decision to leave behind Chetney's toy, sky? Oh! Oh, that's a good one! Oh. Oh, good oh. query! That is a good one. That's a good question. It's a two-part answer. Is it? <laughs> it is. Uh it's for two reasons. It's because uh and you said it out loud, mm-hmm. you got my intention immediately and that is that toys are made to be loved by children. Aww. Uh not not to be not Listen, if you're an I adult, you and you like toys. that's it? cool. I like toys too.
1: We can collect. So yeah, we got it. Yeah. Oh yeah, quite, we've seen quite. your collection. Yeah, okay. yeah sure. <laughs> just to be clear. In <laughs> line with feeling. <laughs> Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but mostly, toys are made for, for kids. And I I, 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 thought the most loving thing you could do would that the most loving thing Doria could do for Chetney, even if he never kn- knew, was to give his toy to, to a kid.
5: Mm. And
2: uh, and uh, that was the character motivation. The uh, the second motivation was I just kind of wanted to leave because I. Knew in that episode that I was leaving. I just wanted to leave an image behind, and I thought it was a nice it's image. It was so yeah.
3: good. I'm getting choked uh, up just it
2: about it again. No, it was. It was, it so was really sweet.
3: Good. Oh,
1: my <laughs> a little kid just comes up and is like,
5: <laughs> <That's> "So cool." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Come on! I thought about it, I thought about it. <laughs> there is a little bit of history for that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm gonna pull. i Oh yeah!
1: I'm gonna oh, go yeah. Next. Oh, do yeah. it, do it. See what's up. I feel like your hand's gonna disappear every time it goes inside. Ah! am <laughs> so terrified. All right. What'd you get?
3: Tell us more about your inspiration behind Pate de Rolo. Ooh! Yeah, yeah. Both yours and Ladna's perspectives. Yeah, this yes, is a please. funny one. Um, This all just came out from trying to figure it out in the character design, and uh, Hana came back with like the scissors and the yarn and stuff on her belt, and I'm like, this is cool. Really liking that. Scissors are weird. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I kind of feel like she needs like something dead. She needs a dead thing. It's (laughs) like when Taliesin dresses you for Ren Fair, and he always says, you need more dead things (laughs) hanging off of you. (laughs) <laughs> and is that so, is
1: that what tells? Yeah, I remember him yeah. telling me that once. always yeah. says, oh, <laughs> you need <more> dead
3: <laughs> "It's true."
1: He told and me I'm more baggy. He was like, "Make it baggy, nothing tight." I'm like, okay.
3: "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." He's you know he's your he's your Runfair stylist. Yep. That one, um, and then she came back with the rat, and I was like, "Oh, but it's got to be like crafty." So, oh no, buddy, what? Uh, but why are you crying? Come here. Come here. Come here, buddy. Wanna cheat? Um Yeah, then I was like, can can you put a bird skull? Can you put like a raven skull on the rat? Like LaDna just got bored and had craft time one night. Um and then uh yeah, I came back and then I ended up naming Pate. First, way before I knew what Laudna's name was, I knew, really?
5: I knew, oh, could not, not cool. figure out her
3: name, but I knew that that dead rat was going to be named <laughs> Um Mainly just because I wanted to fuck with Allison. That's kind of it.
1: <laughs> oh my God.
3: Um, and then, yeah, it was later on that I was like, what if I, can I puppet the rat? And then that just kind of, I don't know, that became a weird thing. I was kind of, I was kind of feeling that one out in the moment.
1: Can I puppet the rat? As yeah. if it would ever be met with a no.
3: But
2: the the real question is, <laughs> when was the sure. moment you decided that they should be horny? That's... The that... <laughs> I don't,
3: don't know where that know. came <laughs> from. I don't know where that came from. I think it's... I don't know.
1: That's one of, like, the... I think that was one of the new Matt visages of Camp Aid 3 Just the, like... Yes. <laughs> That's my wife. <laughs> you can have that question. You're allowed. <laughs> oh,
3: you've eaten questions? He's eaten questions now. Oh yum.
1: It's rice. Good, well, it Good
3: boy. Good <laughs> boy. Um let's do like one more. Who wants yeah. to pull the last one? Sure. Let's pull. Me. Travis, you wanna do it? Yep. Yeah. Do it, buddy.
1: Yeah. Do it. Oh sorry, that was not for you. hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Did I grab two? <laughs> <laughs> So selective. <laughs> good. How is it playing? What is essentially a rogue slash blood hunter multiclass without the multiclass? Yeah. Do you think Chetney might ever multi-class if just to get expertise and sneak attack? Yo, I, yeah, I was looking at this, especially after we leveled up. There might it might behoove us all, and and him as, as well, um, just to get a little a little rogue in there. He has yeah. some roguish items, mm-hmm. some items that help with all the. Stealthy, lockpicky stuff.
3: Did you also like put some, like your points and stuff into stealth and whatnot? You kinda... Fuck no,
1: nope, <laughs> no. Well, what? I'm, his Dex is like his second one, so it was like strength and Dex because I knew he was going to be a, a blood hunter. Um, but I, I, I'm, I'm just feeding the werewolf. <laughs> 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 and then like I was like, well, he also needs to be able to do some of this stuff if we're going to sell the <laughs>
5: <laughs> Sell the like rope yeah
1: so luckily there are some there's some magic items I don't know why I'm keeping them secret but I might as well for a little bit longer um I'm sure somebody'll figure it out and then uh I
0: think I think the stats already has you pegged
1: Do they have it? Yeah, they have Yeah, it well, that's not surprising. Yeah. I think I've seen it a couple times. Um I'm sorry. But I think it'll help <laughs> it'll help court. everybody if we just get some of that other other stuff expertise what is expertise dude?
4: Expertise, you get to choose a couple of your uh, skills uh-huh. and you double the proficiency bonus on it.
1: Oh, shit! Yeah. That's,
4: a, that's how rogues yeah. get like stealth rolls of 30, you know, and stuff, is they get crazy bonuses to a
1: couple of skills. Do you have to take several levels in rogue to get up to expertise? Uh, I'll double check, but it's pretty early in. It's I think, level should, I think it's level one you get one. No, it's not. Level
0: yeah. one, you get one in expertise, and then I think level six.
1: Okay. I, I could be, be wrong plus. on
0: level six. I know you get it <laughs> again, <laughs> again later. Plus.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I want to get up into the higher classes of Blood Hunter because somebody needs to do
5: it. I was waiting for it.
1: (laughs) Sorry, Taliesin. I love you, (laughs) Taliesin, I'm sorry! I'm sorry!
3: (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing up! Oh, he's gonna kill me. Uh, we're, We're level five. Which is where we lost Hallison, right? Yeah, Wasn't it last game five game was level when five when he
1: died? So you make gotta it to make it to six. six. Yeah. Celebrate that sixth <laughs> birthday then all bets are off. Yep. <laughs> the new top of the leaderboard.
3: <laughs> all bets are off. And
1: then I'll get and then I'll hop in and get some some rogue rogue.
3: So funny.
1: He's gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, why don't we pull from the Tower of Inquiry again? okay matt why don't you do it
4: oh god
1: good luck
3: That's... i think it's been a minute all
1: right i will do that it's
3: sticky oh. <laughs> hopefully it yeah. is
1: all righty oh man I, you took a side one too which makes it much harder you didn't go center you
2: think i'm gonna take it easy on you
1: yeah well no yeah
2: oh
3: god okay
0: i am a feared
4: oh. Why? I did use two hands. I realized that was what I'm not supposed to. That's okay. I it's, totally broke the rule. You get one. You did. You I get one
3: game. while we're learning how to play Jenga. No, 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 no. Put it back. One <laughs> of you. Just do the thing. That it, might be the whoa, only whoa, other whoa, loose black mat. That's true.
4: I'm gonna do this right. Look, I play by the rules.
2: Please go down.
3: I I know. Just like continue through. He's trying to cheat in Jingo.
2: The episodes. Y- yeah. It stays I in think that it state forever.
4: I
3: think. Yeah. I think it'll go until it falls. It's
2: got some. tech some to it. Oh.
3: There
4: we go. Number 34.
0: <laughs> Okie okay, dokie. Oh, wow. We've got oh. 32 and 34. Right. How exciting. Yeah, was nice. It was meant to be. From horrible. Graphic Pabst. Okay. Oh. Uh, if your character
3: were an author, what kind of book <laughs> would they write? If your character was, was an author, mm-hmm. what kind of book would they write? Hmm. Probably like a book. A lot of them would probably write a book on like composting or like. <laughs> um... <laughs>
5: Compost? <laughs> yeah.
3: You know. Sustainable uh, forest life. Sustainable forest life. Yeah, foraging and composting.
5: Uh-huh. Um, Maybe like some
4: house
1: repairs.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Just basically like, like
4: a handyman book for living alone in the wild.
3: Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: I put out a Whittler's Quarterly. Mm. Not a book, a, ma- a magazine. Yeah. A a yes. Quarterly.
5: <laughs> Quarterly. Quarterly, that's a, Quarterly.
1: That's a commitment. Four times a year, yeah. <laughs> Got to make it through all those woods. <laughs> different, different techniques. Oh, oh man. man. Oh.
2: Maybe like a maybe like a collection I don't know, man. That's a tough question. It's a good one. Like po- maybe a collection of poetry like but like oh, yeah. but like uh, like where the sidewalk ends. Whereas Yeah, like Shel Silverstein, okay, okay, like kind of right, right. little kinda spooky, fun. maybe for kids and adults. Uh-huh. uh-huh.
3: I like I that. that. Yeah. I could see that.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. With really bad doodles. <laughs>
3: mm, oh uh, yeah. Dorian
2: doodles. Mm, not great.
3: I'm going to pull one from the tower. Are you
1: going do it? I'm going to do it.
3: Wow, just like that? We an- we answered that one pretty quickly. So, Chetney, what like... would your book be?
1: Oh, I I said oh. I would do Whittler's Quarterly, but oh. I also want to add that I do like the 70s retro design where it's all like big hair and like really <laughs> short shorts on the guys with like big tube socks. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hell yeah. 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 yeah.
3: <laughs> Man in it job. to win it. For Rick. <laughs> oh! Whoa! Okay, 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 okay. Wow. Okay. Okay.
2: That was dramatic.
3: Okay. Number
5: 24.
4: Number 24. Ooh, we're in the 20s now. Ooh. I should have gone before.
2: Also, I don't know why I set the precedent yeah. of stacking them out to be safe. instead I mean, of putting you know them what, on top. Just, they are supposed to, to be on be top. That's them. right. No, you're right. Sorry. There
0: we go. There we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> What is your favorite way of adding flavor to your combat? From Philip Martinez, Marty Sama on Twitch.
3: Good favorite ways of adding flavor to combat.
1: love I love describing stuff. Yeah. It didn't exist, well it existed a little bit in campaign one, but Grog was just always about like the graphic <laughs> savagery. It was yeah. usually in how do you want to do this is, but like if you get spells or transformations, I feel like that's where you get to like do a little kickflip. Do flare. all the stuff. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But, but once again, like,
4: as the more you play, the more comfortably you get. The more we get to expand in those spaces. I think Liam as Orm is definitely showing yeah. the, how creative you He's can get so as a martial good. class.
5: Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah.
3: Those descriptions. Goading attacks.
4: So... I know. I mean, I... Battle Masters are great for that in general, but then also just he just brings an extra level of, of flair to everything. And I'm like,
2: yes,
1: please, more of that.
2: <laughs> here's the question: Is he going for it more? in this campaign that he has in the past when it comes to the descriptive stuff like is he really enjoying the fighting the fighting
4: aspects of it he's always
1: been pretty stacked yeah, yeah.
4: but he, he played a, a full wizard previous campaign right. so like most of his things were magic based which already had a more like cinematic you know mind's eye descriptor you know insertion <laughs> yeah. Wall of point fire. Yeah. yeah and so playing for. but classically <laughs> combat you know unless you're a person who really watches a lot of combat-centric media or is like a martial artist or really into different forms of of, of combat, it can be a little challenging to think of how to make it more interesting beyond, I attack twice and do this much damage. And so whenever anybody gets the kind of the, the inspiration to take it beyond that and really show how cool and dynamic in our imaginations combat can be, as a martial class, it just makes you really happy because it helps hopefully inspire other people to do the same
2: well that 's exactly what it was for me in exu like oh, when yeah. we play, when I, when we played the first few test games and, and Liam jumped in and I saw what you could do in terms of describing. Combat. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no. and, and it took me a minute to figure out if that was just him being extra, or if that was something <laughs> that you could do that was cool and like, uh, like uh, you know, uh, celebrated. Yeah. And then once I figured out that like, oh, that's part of the thing, I was like, oh, cool. Let's paint some pictures, baby. Yeah. Like, yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. I really enjoyed that because because we gotta remember, like, you're unique in the sense that you're doing this for an audience. So like, not only is it for you as a player, but like, what a treat to be able to. That's just like a moment. That's just like getting teed up. Whenever it's a how do you want to do this or wherever is like when someone says, "Well, describe it." You go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." That's is for me yeah. and for you. Let's mm-hmm. figure out something yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I, yeah, definitely. Liam for me was like a big, a, a big inspiration. Yeah.
3: That's awesome. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. What about you, Marisha? Uh Same thing. I think it's just in terms of like magic. You've got your the descriptions of the spells in the book, but like how. Does it manifest from your character, and how are they unique? And yeah. I just like kind of trying to to mix it up from time to time. But I think it's always that balance of like um, being descriptive, kind of like what Travis was saying, kind of in your bigger moments, um, as opposed to every time. Yeah. So try and pick and choose when it feels special, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. But yeah, and I'm. I don't know. Laudna has a lot of weird undead necromantic shit. Just so a little bit. Just, just
2: a little bit. How? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it can't be bit. like like when you saying. but it like, can't be like every moment. It can't right. be like, I right. walk down the hall and the room thunders with every <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, Like yeah.
3: nobody gives a shit. Yeah, just walk down the hall. down. You know, especially I mean we had Ford too in campaign two with all those eldritch blasts, but Laudna's yeah. wanting Laudna's eldritch blasts to look and feel a lot different from Ford's mm-hmm. um so yeah, I don't know. It's, part of it, I think, is just finding some identity with it.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think, I think when you start playing role-playing games too, uh, when you're learning the rules, you're learning how the game's dynamic works. It's very, it's very common to let kind of the descriptions that exist in the game set the tone and really kind of let you know how how it should be. Mm-hmm. And then the more comfortable you get, quicker for some people than others, you can begin to realize that the rules can be the same, but the flavor can be whatever you want it to be that fits within your character's theme. I think it's like uh, Imogen, you know, Laura's character, was was based on a sorcerer subclass that is a really, really cool mechanical class, but the theming of it in the book is very like dark tentacles and, you know, uh, like alien. Arms you know, of Adari like, kind of. Yeah, like like very, very kind of uh, cosmic horror, you know, stuff. And she's like, I, I love what it does, but I don't want to be, I don't want to be that. Yeah. And so the it functions are pretty much the same, but we just reskin some of the spells, we reskin some of the abilities, and made it her own unique thing. Even though it operates the same as the the class and the rules in there, and I love yeah. I love when any player feels excited to just take something and go, how can I make this more mine? How can I make this more unique to what I've built and want to play? Mm-hmm. And I think she's done a great job with that.
2: But isn't that the pitfall of like all the a lot of the framework too? If if for for maybe a, a less experienced player for someone like me that's just coming in is that you know if you've got a preconceived notion of what a barbarian is Mm -hmm. then where do you go first you know like you go to like this stereotype's the wrong word but you go to the that that i one idea that's sort of universal and and some and i still love that classic fantasy like the idea of the knight or the paladin and that they're just straightforward that is awesome Mm -hmm. uh but like Hearing about someone seeing a, a class and then choosing to play it a different way for their own enjoyment—that's that's so cool to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's,
4: and it, and when you say it's, it's a pitfall, I, I I agree in the sense that it just comes with experience. Yeah, you know, and sometimes it's really fun to play what's in the book, too. Yeah. you know The archetypes are archetypes for a reason, and there are sometimes you're just like, no, I want to play yeah. a beefy barbarian that just gets angry and hits shit real hard. Sometimes I want to play yeah. an old wizard, an old <laughs> wizened dude who gets bumbly with his spells but still is helpful. You're like Those archetypes are fun to play if you've yeah. never had the chance to, and then once you have had the chance to, then you have permission to get a little weirder with it. Yeah. And you can see, as the campaigns progress, all their characters just get fucking weirder. Weir- yeah, weirder.
3: weirder. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at you, fresh cut grass. grass. <laughs> yeah.
1: Deep orbit. Deep orbit. <laughs> I love it.
3: Uh, uh, well, thank you, graphic paps and flip, uh, Philip Martinez. And if you have an Evergreen question for us, you oh. can enter your questions for the Tower of Inquiry oh. at critrollcom slash tower. Whisper. Good boy. Good boy. You use your inside voice on set. All right, folks. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, I think Omar needs to go potty. So we're going to take a quick breather, but stick around because when we come back, we're going to play some motherfucking Mario Kart. Oh, shit. going down. Uh-huh. Let's get some drinks. See you in a minute. Drinks. All right, buddy. You need to go potty that's it for the podcast version of this episode of 4 dive in the video version we wrap up each episode by playing some games which don't always translate well to an audio only format honestly it's mostly yelling truly so be sure to check out the rest of the episode via the vod for the full chaos If you've enjoyed this deep dive into the campaign, be sure to drop us a rating and a review on whatever podcast platform you're using. Your thoughts may just encourage a new critter to take the plunge. Foresighted Dive airs the first Tuesday of every month at 7 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash critical role and youtube.com slash critical role with the VOD available on YouTube the very next day. And of course, each episode releases right here on the Critical Role podcast network one week after the initial broadcast.
4: You don't have to hide how you
6: feel. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we're often told that talking about our emotions can be dramatic, unnecessary, or unproductive. But in actuality, when you repress negative feelings, it can be extremely taxing on the brain, so much so that it impairs logical, productive decision-making. Now listen, I I am proof of this. I often am very overwhelmed when I look at my calendar and see a long never-ending list of things to do and I can just feel my brain wanting to shut down and telling me not to do any of it. But the minute I start to talk to someone about my stress and I can brainstorm the best order to go about my day, my task paralysis starts to disappear. So if there is something taxing on your mind that you need to try and talk out, try BetterHelp Online Therapy. BetterHelp is entirely online, making it convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And to get started, you just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. Plus, you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Critical Role today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, com Critical Role.